الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهدي أنهم سبولنا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون أصلاب عبد المصلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم Once the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was praying and it was in the middle of the night as was his routine and he was in the home of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha and he was in a state of prostration and when she had looked up to see him she was toward her bedding she looked up to see the Prophet sallallahu and she noted that he was very still in his sajda and it was a very prolonged sajda so you could think of it as it being somewhat atypical not so the Prophet sallallahu naturally his Salah was very deep and he would be very still, but this was, except, this was exceptional. This was exceptional. And she was very concerned seeing him in this prolonged state that she was, the thought crossed her mind that perhaps the Prophet Wasallam had, had passed. And so then she had moved to the Prophet Wasallam, and she kind of uh, wiggled or you could say um, touched his toe. At least in narration, that's what it says. And the Prophet ﷺ very subtly moved it back. And this was an indication for Aisha that the Prophet ﷺ was indeed alive and that this was just the depth of the prostration that he was in. And so she felt some relief. And because at this point she was so near to the Prophet ﷺ, whereas before this she was a little further away, she began to listen to what the Prophet ﷺ was saying, and he ﷺ was he was making du'a to Allah. And in the du'a, and he mentioned in that du'a, he said, or he asked Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for a few things. So she's listening, and she's narrating to us what he was saying. And had it not been for her, we wouldn't actually know the reality of this conversation between. Uh, between Allah Ta'ala and His Beloved. So the Prophet ﷺ said, I seek refuge in your punishment. Uh, I seek refuge in your punishment from your forgiveness. So the Prophet ﷺ is saying, I seek refuge in your punishment for your from your forgiveness. I seek refuge in your... Uh, I seek refuge in you from you. I seek refuge in you from you. And the Prophet ﷺ then went on to say in this dua that I am not able to praise you the way you deserve to be praised. I'm not able to praise you the way you deserve to be praised. This was a conversation that the Prophet ﷺ was having in the darkness of the night in his own privacy. This is the request to the Prophet and have with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the request that he had with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Seeking his forgiveness from his punishment. When the reality is the Prophet was um, he was sinless. He never made mistakes. He never committed a sin. So there's no need by that token to seek forgiveness when you haven't ever wronged anyone. And yet he 
And, and it wasn't that he was making this dua such that the entire ummah could hear, which is remarkable. It wasn't that he was making dua like this, and all of us, or all of the sahaba behind him are saying, Ameen, 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 or that this is being done on a microphone, or this is being taught to the sahaba. This was the private conversation that he was having with Allah Ta'ala. And he was seeking refuge in Allah from Allah. You know, the most beloved of creation who the world you could say was created for the Prophet Sallallahu and the uh, and he is Rahmatullah the mercy to all of mankind he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is asking uh, and, he, and he he himself actually had gone to a place to meet Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that was that no one else had ever gone to even Jibreel wasn't allowed to cross that threshold and yet the Prophet Sallallahu this is his maqam, and yet he's asking refuge in Allah from Allah. Refuge in Allah from Allah. And then he goes on to say, again, this is his private conversation with Allah, and no one else is supposed to hear this conversation. He goes on to say that you, uh, that I'm not, I am not able to praise you, meaning I, who knows more about you than the rest of creation, I know more about you than... Um, uh, um, uh, more than anyone else, um, I know your attributes. I know your qualities. I've even met with you in some way, shape, or form. I am not able to praise you the way you deserve to be praised. Um, this is the conversation that the Prophet was having with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So you can imagine how deep this moment must have been. Now, thankfully or fortunately, Aisha radhiAllahu Taala anha overhears this conversation, and then she relates it in hadith. So the Prophet ﷺ eventually completed his salah. And as he completed his salah, after he completed his salah, he asked Aisha what, what was her concern, that she had actually come up to him and she had touched his toe. So she said that, Ya Rasulullah, uh, he asked her, he said, did you think um, that you would be wronged in any way? Or did you think that you would be that you or the community would be wronged in any way, in the sense that the Prophet had to complete his message before he would pass away. He wouldn't, he wouldn't neglect the needs of the community. Allah Taala wouldn't neglect the fulfillment of that responsibility. So, what were you worried about? This wasn't my time. What were you worried about? She said, no, I thought you had. I thought maybe you had passed. So the Prophet Sallallahu had asked Aisha "Do you know what night this is?" Now, he's asking her, "Do you know what night this is?" Now, recall. That every night of the Prophet was spent in worship. The Prophet was regular and consistent in praying the Tahajjud prayer. His, he was regular and consistent in prostrating toward Allah. He was regular and consistent in, in, in supplicating to Allah. But this was a very unique, uh, this was a very unique night. Such that his prostration was such that it was so still, the Prophet thought he would pass away. And he was having such a deep, deep conversation with his Lord. He asked her, do you know what night this is? And she, she didn't. And she said, Allah and His Messenger knows best. And this was the attitude of the Sahaba, even his own wife. And so the Prophet ﷺ said, this night, this night is the 15th of Sha'ban. This night is the 15th of Sha'ban. And on this night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives His creation. On this night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives His creation. And in another narration, the Prophet said, to, uh, said that about this night, that the amount of hair on the sheep of a particular tribe that was, that was in existence at that time, 
That's the amount of Allah Ta'ala's creation that is forgiven on this night. It's a very special night. It's a very special night. What I find most interesting is that although the Prophet and other narrations had mentioned this, the this encounter was we we shouldn't have even known about this. We shouldn't have even known about this. This is in his own private setting, in his home, in his private conversation with his creator. And yet Allah Ta'ala so merciful, so merciful, so merciful. He allows us to see how the Prophet spent this night. Right? He allows us to see what sorts of supplications we should make on this sort of a night. And had it not been for, for that, then we, would, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. So that night happens to be tonight. And it's one of the most blessed nights of the year. Allah, the Prophet said uh, that, that in, in this hadith in particular, and also another hadith, that Allah Ta'ala's attention turns toward His cre- toward the universe on this night. You know, it's as if uh, everything's at a standstill. Although the world seems like it's moving and everything is moving so fast-paced, etc. But the attention of Allah Ta'ala is on us. It's on those believers that are turning back toward him on this night. So it behooves us to spend some time in reflection. And the ulama have mentioned the benefits of this night, and there really is no debate that this is a night that a person should spend in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. It doesn't require that we spend the entire night, but it requires that we spend some time, preferably in the, in the early hours of the morning, but, but any time in the night, Asking Allah Ta'ala to forgive us. And if we want to, we can model what the Prophet ﷺ had done. And that is that we pray. And in our sujood, we beg from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for His forgiveness. And we acknowledge that we are never going to be able to praise Him the way He deserves to be praised. He's far beyond our ability to praise Him. If all of us were to get together tonight, if the entire... Uh, mankind were to get together tonight and think about the most elaborate way to praise Allah Ta'ala and thank Him for creating us and thank Him for creating a night like this for us and thank Him for bringing us into existence. If all of us were to collaborate and bring, put this together and thank Allah, even just for this night, we wouldn't be able to do it. If the Prophet Sallallahu couldn't praise Him and he acknowledges that he can't praise Him the way he deserves to be praised, then who are we to to, to think that by praising Allah Ta'ala then that in any way, shape, or form are raising Allah's greatness. We aren't. But we acknowledge it. And we put that forth to Allah Ta'ala that we are weak and we are the most needy of His servants. And that we have stumbled, we have struggled time and time again, but yet this is, this is the opportunity for us to turn back to you. And so we turn back to Allah. We all turn back to Allah on this night. And we ask that Allah Ta'ala include us from amongst those that that are forgiven and we ask and, and, and we and we beseech from we beseech Allah Ta'ala and we ask, and we should all ask him that that we, we should all ask him the way the Prophet asked that we, we, we seek refuge from his punishment and we seek refuge from him from him you know uh, this, this is what's remarkable when Allah Ta'ala's attention is upon all of us there are so many things that we can ask for protection from if you think about it the list goes on forever and as you sort of progress through life more and more things get added that you seek protection from this from this from this from this from this the Prophet on this night is asking for protection of 
from of uh, the protection of Allah from Allah, knowing full well that there is nothing, meaning in the hereafter, that we need protection from but Allah. No one will be able to harm us in the hereafter. No one will be able to uh, frighten us, in the, not even frighten us in the hereafter. No one will be able to create any sort of anxiety within us in the hereafter. Nothing. Those, who knows, hundreds of thousands of years, the only thing that can potentially create, uh, the only thing that can potentially worry us will be will be Allah Taala. If 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 we don't if we don't seek that forgiveness or if we don't seek that refuge from Him today. So may Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala grant us all the tawfiq to spend a little bit of time. Uh, on this special night, on this blessed night in his remembrance. We ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst those that are that are forgiven on this night. And we ask that we ask whatever the Prophet had asked from Allah on this night, we also ask that from him.